0: Previewing the Southern Miss Tennessee Super Regional with Lockdown Vols host, Eric Kane. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. We'll get into it here shortly. Locked On Vols host Eric Kane will join us. Second time, Eric and I have done a crossover. We did it for the NCAA basketball tournament when it was the Raging Cajuns taking on Tennessee uh, in the NCAAs in Orlando. Uh, Tennessee kind of won and survived in that ballgame, right? They had a huge lead. Not sure if the Cajuns, memory serves me, if they ever had a chance to tie it, Uh, but they certainly, what, cut an 18-point lead, like down to four, uh, and they certainly made a game of it, uh, and it was a lot of fun. All right, in this episode of Locked On Sunbelt, crossover edition with Locked On Vols, obviously we're going to preview the series. I think it's going to come down uh, to Tanner Hall. You gotta get off to a good start if you're Southern Miss. I'm not sure if they have enough if he comes up short, although... They did in uh, the regional in Auburn. Uh, And he's going to talk about the Tennessee pitching uh, as well. But he wants to know uh, about uh, Dustin Dickerson. We go over the Vols rotation. And, of course, what has been really the most entertaining thing going on all week is the Twitter beef between Southern Miss and uh, Vols Nation. It has been fascinating. Again, I do not know when – Applebee's and/or Hattiesburg has ever been trending, and both were trending this week. All right, so stay tuned. It's a great episode. Here is the crossover episode previewing Southern Miss and Tennessee with Locked On Vols host Eric Kane.
1: Locked On Crossover, David Schultz. I am Eric Kane, host of Locked On Vols David over here, host of Locked On Sun Belt. And Super Regionals, it is here, and uh, game number one of Tennessee and Southern Miss set for Saturday at 3 o'clock Eastern time. It's going to be televised on ESPNU. Uh, David, first and foremost, how do you like uh, this series, man? It's two really good ball clubs. Southern Miss, one of the hottest teams in the country. Tennessee looked like one of the best teams in the country in the uh, in the uh, Clemson Regional. How excited are you for this, uh, this Super Regional play?
0: Well, it should be really good. A little bit of a shocker that, you know, the Sunbelt team got to host. Uh, You look into it a little bit further, right? They, shockingly, they outdrew Tennessee last year in the Super Regionals, although both teams uh, did come up short. So Southern Miss wins the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. They were the second seed in right behind Coastal Carolina. Uh, They downed the Cajuns in the championship ballgame. And then, you know, did it the hard way in their regional. They lost the first game. And, Somebody that Tennessee needs to keep an eye on is Justin Storm. He pitched extremely well in the Sunbelt Championship game against the Cajuns, gave up a two-run home run in the regional opener, but then pitched five and a third shutout innings uh, to win the regional with 10 punchouts. He is uh, you know, the reliever, and he's really good. I think that uh, Scott Barry mentioned that he kind of came into his own last year at this time in the regional and the super regional and got off to a little bit of a slow start. But like the rest of the team, for the last couple of months, Southern Miss has been really tough. Uh, Tennessee's going to need to bring, you know, their best. And I would ask you, you know, it's a little bit different this year, right? LSU was kind of the Tennessee of this year, Mm -hmm. where Tennessee was all cocky and having a lot of fun last year. But then do you think they were humbled this year and kind of instead of doing all the celebrating, it was much more important to go out and win, and that's exactly what they did?
1: Well, I mean, Tennessee for, you know, the – it's so wild, and I know people that fall college baseball probably know this, but just from the outside looking in, you probably just don't realize Tennessee replaced so much. You brought back pitching, which was great, and you added sure. two pitching. Oh, and you know, in the game of baseball, if you had pitching, you can win. But you know, one through eight in that order, one through nine in that order. I mean, you replaced pretty much everybody. You had some guys who played a little bit, but they weren't everyday players. So it took Tennessee a while to kind of figure out how to play with each other, whose role was where, that outfield rotation, who was. Who's the best? You know, left-handed bat off the bench? all that type of stuff, and slowly but surely they were going through those growing pains, and they had a they were five and ten in SEC play, and I mean they were on the outside looking in, right? And then the Vanderbilt game came Friday night, game one at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Tennessee played a really really good game, but was down by two runs and bombed in bottom of the ninth inning, uh, two solo home runs tied it. They walked it off in the thirteenth or twelfth inning, whatever it was. And since that Vanderbilt game, things have turned. Tennessee went off and you know finished 15 of the last 19 with wins, 11 of the last 15 in SEC play, and they figured out who they were. And so this is a dangerous ball club right now, David. That um, they can pitch. They've looked like they can pitch, and and their best pitcher. Is not even you know. You look at his numbers. Chase Dolander has taken a big step down from last year. He's still got incredible stuff, and he's looked better of late. But you know, guys like Andrew Lindsey and Chase Burns in the bullpen, and Drew Beam at number three, and Cannon Sewell out of the bullpen, AJ Russell, a huge reason why Tennessee is where they are right now, and they're going to need all those guys and more to, to to try to silence that that good lineup for Southern Miss.
0: So conference tournaments are different for different teams, right? Southern Miss or Coastal didn't need the Sun Belt Championship as much as the Cajuns needed to get there uh, and we make their, you know, play their way in. I mean, Tennessee didn't win a ball game in the SEC tournament. I, obviously, they were going to be a number two seed. I'm not sure they could have hosted. Maybe if they won it. So, what was Tennessee's, you know, plan going into the SEC tournament, and how disappointed were they not to not to win it? I can't imagine it was to. I think they got shut out in game one. I can't imagine that was the plan. But, you know, what was what was the reaction uh, following the tournament and then, you know, the plan for the regional?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't think anybody ever goes out there and tries to lose. Right. But having said that, Tennessee was already allowed to make the tournament. Tennessee was in position to where if you won that game and maybe won another game, maybe maybe if you won three games in Hoover, you could have probably played yourself into – you were already in the hosting conversation, but you could have probably played yourself into being a national host. But there were so many SEC hosts this year that you felt like – they were low oh, nice. on the pecking order but you know Tennessee went one and done and Texas A&M shut them out 3 nothing they went on that run to the championship game and it was disappointing it was frustrating for sure but now looking back and you almost knew it at the time you were thinking okay this could be a blessing in disguise um now you look back and say boy Tennessee took advantage of the rest Tennessee took advantage of resting the arms getting some cage work in doing some scrimmaging kind of just doing themselves and then worried about the Auburn regional and then they can line everything up where they want. So you never want to lose. Uh, in 2022, when Tennessee was the best team in the country, uh, they played all the way to Sunday, and they won the SEC tournament. And that was fun. That was exciting. But then they turned right around. And, of course, they won the regional. It was fine. But you turned right around and had to had to play a regional. So, you know, this time around it was kind of a – I want to say a blessing in disguise. But they looked they look fresh. The bats were humming this past weekend. The arms were – um, just about as good as they possibly could be. You know, Chase Dolander wasn't too sharp, but everybody else was pretty sharp, and um, that's a big reason why Tennessee is where they are. What-
0: All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, Eric Kane asks me about the Southern Miss lineup, and I ask him about the Vols' weekend rotation. But first, let's help. Let me tell you a little bit about bird dogs. Love my bird dogs. I will be out in Baton Rouge for that regional against uh, Kentucky and LSU. And my shorts make my legs look great. They, the stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look, uh, sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lulumon, but fit way better. They fit way better than the regular shorts. They're made of of the stiff and restricting cotton. All right, go to birddogs.com/slash locked on and enter promo code locked on college for a free Eddie style tumbler. With your order, that's birddogs.com slash locked on for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise. It it really is uh, a great pair of shorts. Again, these are things that you can use, you know, at work, on the golf course, hanging out with your buddies, or even on a date. It is birddogs.com slash locked on college to get the free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. All right. All right. Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt. Your team every day. Did we do that right. We did all right. Let's get back to it with the host of Lockdown Vols, Eric Kane. A little crossover edition, and he asks me about the Southern Miss lineup, and I ask him about the Vols weekend rotation.
1: I want to ask you about Dustin Dickerson? My all goodness, ahead. six home runs in regional play. I think he had like two home runs the previous three years before this season. Um, an all-conference player. It feels like that lineup, he's hitting 330. Uh, they kind of go as he goes, it feels like.
0: Well, so Southern Miss had an opposite start to the season uh, that maybe uh, they were expecting, right? They were highly regarded. They. I mean, you don't usually see these group of five schools, top 10, top 15, uh, and having an ace like Tanner Hall, a little bit different of an ace. Volunteers maybe used to guys throwing 95 to 100, right, for themselves and maybe mm-hmm. seeing – If they ever get to see LSU and a Paul Skeens, Tanner Hall throws high 80s and, you know, with change ups and breaking balls. The lineup was not going very well to begin the season. Right. Maybe a little chilly. uh, And that puts a lot of pressure on the pitching. And so you feel like you got to be perfect. Once the lineup came around with Dickerson uh, and Danny Lynch and some others, they're tough. They're they're just they are tough. They they had a awful loss to App State. Uh, in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament and came back later in the day and dusted them off early and didn't matter. You know, they played one extra game that they wanted to and had enough pitching uh, to make it through and beat the Cajuns, who did not have enough pitching uh, at the end. But, yeah, uh, Dickerson leads the lineup with Danny Lynch. He's like a Southern Miss legend. He has been a raging Cajuns destroyer throughout <laughs> his career. Uh, so, they'll, uh, you know, volunteer fans need to pay attention uh, to him. Uh, as well, Scott Berry, of course, has already announced his retirement. He's pulling out all the all the mental gymnastics that he can uh, help out his team. So it'll be interesting to see. And he's only sixty, right? I mean, we got football coaches in this league that are closer to eighty yeah. <laughs> that that uh, uh, that, are, that are still going. So uh, no, the, the lineup is is really good. Dickerson is a big part of it. The question is going to be, and it's odd, Eric. But, Talking with Scott Watkins of the Sun Herald on how we go from needing so much pitching in conference tournaments, needing a lot of pitching. If you lose a game in the regional, oh yeah, you don't really need a whole lot of pitching in a super regional. It's three games at most. So you don't have to worry about that fourth or fifth ball game if you lose your only. It's only one more ball game. That's it at, at, at the worst. So it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how these guys, you know, use their pitching uh, for you know, for, uh, you know, to set it up with, I pres- Tanner Hall, I presume is going. That's the way Scott Barry's is going to go. And the question is who's going to be number two. They've used that combination of Nick Mazza, the starter and that Justin storm on the back end. And that's worked out two out of three times really, really well. Who does, you mentioned who Tennessee's best pitcher is. Is that who's going to expect it to go on Saturday?
1: Yeah, so I I would anticipate Andrew Lindsay would get the start on Saturday. Uh, Chase Dolander, he was the number two last year uh, with Chase Burns on Fridays, and he started the year as the number one, but when they moved Chase Burns to the bullpen, they moved Dolander back to two and brought in Andrew Lindsay. And Lindsay, um, he, he played for Charlotte in 2021, pitched against Charlotte on, on Friday this past week, so that was fun for him. Um, He's going to be an early-round draft pick this summer. He's got nasty stuff, and arguably he is the reason – one of the main reasons why Tennessee's had this turnaround, he's just been an anchor. You know, Tennessee's won uh, six of his last starts. Um, he's got like a 2.12 ERA. I mean, he's he's really really solid. So he will pitch on Saturday, I would imagine. Uh, Dolander would likely. Will, Dolander will pitch on Sunday, and then if there's a Monday, if necessary, Drew Beam is your number three starter. But um, you got to have a plan for Monday. Don't get me wrong, but I, I, you know it's always fun to play manager all these scenarios. Right. say you're up two three runs on sunday um i don't think drew beam will be the guy you turn to to go get those outs but you know maybe you make them available on sunday if tennessee's in the driver's seat who knows um but you know you go back to saying like you need so much pitching for conference tournament and regional play to where you might not need as much for this because it potentially could only be you know it could only be two games three games most i could maybe see tennessee taking one of their pitchers that they carried last weekend taking him off active roster, bringing up another position player, just to have some more flexibility. So, um, you know, we'll see exactly what happens.
0: All right, let's take one more time out. When we come back, we'll talk about this Twitter beef between Southern Miss and Val's Nation. But thank you for continuing to tune in. We've actually done a lot of subscriptions over the last uh, week, as you would expect. So really would be big. If Southern Miss can make this college world series and make a run, maybe we get to 300 subscribers here, uh, before the end of uh, the baseball season. And it's because of you. All right. Also, it helps when the Cajuns are playing Tennessee in the NCAA tournament. It helps when Southern Miss is hosting a super regional because there is content uh, to talk about with games that are actually going on right now. Uh, also, don't forget if you do see the YouTube uh, channel, like it and share it. Like those videos, that it helps out a big way. Also, audio wise, wherever you get your podcast from—Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, Amazon—wherever you get your podcast from, just Google search "Locked On Sunbelt" and you can find it uh, there. Uh, we do appreciate it, and the, the station is continuing to grow. We do actually have a football coach coming on probably be it's going to be recorded tomorrow but it probably won't come on until the middle of next week because the super regional is actually what saturday sunday monday so we have a monday episode already planned but depending on what happens on saturday and sunday and we may have a tuesday episode planned what happens if if it does go uh three ballgames so we do have a sunbelt college football coach on we may preview that preview that a little bit uh, but we are doing that uh, tomorrow. We are doing that on that uh, while well, recording it on Friday. So again, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. It's a big help. We will get back to the football. We kind of need to recap the spring and start to look ahead to fall camps and see where we are. Cause you know, as it turns out, there seems to be a lot of question marks, at quarterback in the Sun Belt. you know, including with the raging Cajuns is one of them. That's for sure. Uh, not so much South Alabama. They seem to have their uh, Quarterback is locked in. All right. No pun intended. All right. Uh, all right. Let's wrap things up with Lockdown Vols host Eric Kane. We talk about the Twitter beef between Southern Miss and Vols Nation.
1: I'm excited for this one. Um, I, I know that it's been fun this week. Um, you know, well, I've we got to tell about that
0: a little bit. All right. Yeah. Because yeah. I this, this sec- never thought I'd be doing crossover with SEC, but this is the second time we've done this. Yeah. Uh, and maybe the first time, you know, it was in Florida. It was basketball. It was the Cajuns versus the Vols. And Balls fans were respectful. Uh, they knew they won a close ball game, right? You know, win and move on, right? Great yep. job by the Cajuns. That was a heck of a ball game. Good job by you guys. And, you know, the fan interaction was kind of fun. It has, it's been entertaining to me, but the fans have been going nuts. I don't know, Eric, the last time Knoxville, or in this case, Hattiesburg or Applebee's has been trending ever. And Hattiesburg and Applebee's has been trending. Because because it has not been uh, a fun give and take, although I find it uh, entertaining. I have been to Knoxville. Surprisingly, it is a nice college town. Uh, I've actually been to Knoxville more than a, a handful of mm-hmm. times, so uh, I like it. I've been to Hattiesburg once. It seemed like nice. I was in and out, but it had, that's been the entertaining thing to me that I did not see coming. Uh, Southern Miss versus uh, Vols Nation Twitter beef. That is something new for me.
1: Well. I'm sure you've seen Tennessee's, you know, fans on Twitter. You know, football, basketball. I mean, they're yeah, everywhere, like right?
0: Kentucky. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I, they're they're everywhere, and it's it's always in, you know it's it's annoying sometimes, but but I love it because I'm you know I'm covering this team. It's like an us against the world mentality, and so obviously, when Tennessee was passed to, to not be the host, and you're going to Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and Southern Miss gets the host, and all that, you're gonna have a lot of people that are upset. You know, right, wrong, different. A lot of people upset. And it's funny you mentioned the Applebee's, man. One of my one of my boys, uh, you know, on the beat, <laughs> works for the new sentinel. He started that whole thing. Oh. And this morning he was like, I never thought in my life that this would blow up. I wasn't trying to stir any controversy. I was just being myself. And this has gone almost viral, the whole Applebee's thing. So it almost. has been Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I'm
0: gonna stand up for Applebee's. I like Applebee's. <laughs> I don't have a problem. You get you know what you're getting when you go to applebee's it's not very expensive Got good burgers good salads did you see the picture though did i see the picture of it
1: yeah he posted a picture and it was obviously not very appetizing so i think he was like the last time i was at applebee's this is what i got and i mean from that perspective i understand i have no issue with applebee's heck i used to eat it all the time hey in college i would go at at like nine o'clock at night they'd have half off apps and drinks you know, I was broke. I, I was all the right. time there in college. So I have no issue with it, but right. it's just funny. We were talking about it this morning, man. He was like, I had no idea that this was going to be a thing, but here we oh are. He's God. like, I'm the center of all the controversy. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. It oh, postseason hilarious.
1: baseball. All right. I, you know, it, it's hard to predict or anything, but for last thing, for Southern Miss to win this series and go on to Omaha. First, has, has Southern Miss been to Omaha before? To your knowledge? I
0: don't think so. Okay.
1: No. Okay,
0: I do not for, think so. I can't confirm that, but they missed last year. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: For Southern Miss to win this series and go to Omaha, what obviously needs to happen outside of, I feel like they've got to take advantage, advantage of Tanner Saturday. Hall and win Game One.
0: Yeah, they got to win Saturday. That that's yeah. basically it. I think I think they have to win Saturday. It's not impossible for them to come back and and win Sunday, Monday. Of course, as, as we mentioned, you know, you don't need a whole lot of pitching, but if, if it's going to be really tough. For them to overcome a Tanner Hall loss, although they just did it, yeah, you know they pitched nine innings against Sanford and lost four to two. So uh, I would think that would be the key, right? Because you knock off Auburn and then you got Sanford and Penn again, right? The Volunteers are not Sanford and Penn. With all due respect to Sanford and Penn, the Volunteers are not that. So you have to win with your ace and see if the if the backup guys uh, can do it. I won't be surprised if this series goes either way. I am looking forward to, you know, all the vol- volunteer nations going to show up. They're not going to get into the game, but they're going to show <laughs> up. And I'm sure they'll be at a watch party with a bunch of, it's going to be an interesting mix of Halloween colors, black, gold, and orange. Uh, they'll all be watching in the same park, I think. It'll be a lot. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm sure it'll be a whole lot of kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> at
1: that watch party <laughs> it'll be fun uh I got a buddy literally he's gonna ride down there with me keep me company he has no tickets he's gonna go find alcohol and go find the game somewhere and I mean that that's to your point that's what a lot of people are gonna be doing um for Tennessee uh contrary to just having one ace that you that you feel so good about I mean Tennessee you got Dolander who can go game two you got right. a lot of confidence right. in Drew Beam you got Seth Halverson Chase Burns in the bullpen so, for me, I think the key is timely hitting. Points and times this season, Tennessee's offense, like Tennessee basketball's offense, has just gone astray. You can't find it anywhere. It's gone super quiet. Um, the back half of the season, they've had they've been incredible with timely hitting. They were great with timely hitting in the Auburn Regional. Continue that trend, regardless of who's on the mound. I think you have enough pitching, for sure, in a three-game series to where you can take down uh, Southern Miss, or, or really anybody for that matter. Uh, so, timely hitting, and I think that uh, Tennessee can make a return trip to Omaha uh Schultzy man it's been fun appreciate you I was uh, I, I was telling my show that uh man you do the whole conference you do a great job so any Sun Belt needs or information that you need you're every single day at uh at uh, Schultzy cast and uh, do you have a, a show Twitter for locked on Sunbelt?
0: we don't okay. not yet Completely. So just rack up those Black Twitter or followers or at at Schultzy cast company
1: Yeah. Uh, Anyway, great job, man. Appreciate you. And uh, really, really looking forward to uh, this weekend coming up. Super Regional Tennessee and Southern Miss.
0: Thanks, Eric. It should be a well of a series.